we're back and we're a couple of weeks late, but we've got a reason for that this time. It's all my fault. Well, not really. When we, we meaning Mr. Tango, was editing, he, re- he realized that my voice was so bad that it really wasn't good for listening to. Well, it wa- I, had a, I had a really bad cold. It wasn't bad. It was just our intent had been we recorded an entire episode, and we decided we had to cut it in half. And what you guys got the last time was part one. And we thought we'd just post part two, and we would have been able to do that two or three weeks ago. But it was just getting weaker and weaker as we went. And so we had to re-record and. And I had some family travel that was that I had to do. And Mr. Tango had some work travel that he had to do. And here we are. Yeah, we, we've been apart for about three weeks, too. So we weren't going to spend any time with you in the week after we're back. We had to have a week to ourselves, and then Duh. we're back here. <laughs> but we are back, and this is part two of our interview with Mrs. Tango. One thing that I promised Mrs. Tango before we got on the air is I have a bad habit. I have many bad habits, but I have a bad habit when we are recording of repeating everything that she says. It isn't just when we're recording. It's in our everyday life as well. It's in our everyday life as well. See? (laughs) (laughs) So we are either going to have a really short podcast or there's going to be a lot of dead air. Yeah, because if since I repeat everything you say, we kind of we'll probably go half the time if I don't do that. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my very best, and we're gonna try to make this one all about Mrs. Tango. Today is Saturday, April twentieth, <laughs> and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. So, where we would have started on the one that we decided not to to play, where Mrs. Tango's got voices. Where we left off. Where we left off is Mr. and Mrs. Ready to Jam. If you find them on Twitter, that's their name. They're a lot of fun. You should go follow them. They are our good friends. Mrs. Ready to Jam and I are friends. We chat almost every day. You and her and Angie. From... Average Swingers. I think the three of you talk a lot, right? We do. We talk about lifestyle things, and we talk about regular life things, vanilla life things, and we just, we're really good friends. And she asked you, excuse me, a question, and her question for you to answer on the air was, when it comes to girl, girl play, which is what we talked about primarily in the first half, the, the episode twenty. Seven. This is number 28. When it comes to girl-girl play, do you prefer to give or do you prefer to receive? Can't you just cut and paste this from the last time we did this? Because it was a really good answer. <laughs> well, just think about it. I mean, just 
if if you just think when we were early married i used to delight in taking mr tango we would be in bed and he would be reading his book and because he's the cerebral type that that man cerebral cerebral you're really smart cerebral yep I was trying to think of some word that I could go with, but I can't even. I'm not. I'm not cerebral enough to come up with a not word. Not at this moment. Yeah, anyhow. Go ahead. Anyhow, I would try to um, distract him from his book by going down on him, and it just. That's why I read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you you never noticed that the book was upside down, and I was hoping you were going to try to distract me. <laughs> I was. It was my ploy. I've been ploying for many decades now. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but i I liked the I liked the power that it gave me um, that I could because he really is a smart guy, and I like being able to pull him away from the book du jour. I, I will interject. I, I don't really think it matters how smart the guy is reading the book. If you go down on them, I think they're all going to really enjoy it because you're really, really good at that. But, but, but anyway, to to that's with a guy, though. We're talking about girls. But like I said, I liked the power that that gave me. And you, you've been with a lot of women by now. By now, yeah. yeah. There's There's been a couple. Yeah, more than a couple. And um, while it's not necessarily a power trip, I like that. I can use my body, my mouth, to give someone else that much pleasure. That I can make someone enjoy their time with me like that. Certainly you enjoy the receiving. But it sounds like if you could only do one of the two. Let's say you only had, you're with a woman and we had a very short period of time. I'd, I'd go this way. Probably ninety nine percent of you the time. You go down on her. Yeah, uh, not and, to say that I don't enjoy receiving right. because, duh, who doesn't? But I, I really like that. Well, that's got to be making a woman orgasm, or a man, or a man. I've only done the one. It is pretty amazing, and I and I've noticed when you say that. We have introduced quite a few women to our Sibian. <laughs> and we've had several times recently. I wish I could sing. I'd sing, Ruby, don't take your oh, love to Ruby. town. Ruby. Don't take your love to town. I was trying to think of a song that would go, Here comes Jay and Angie, and boom, ba-doom, ba-doom, boom. And there's the ready to jams at the swinger parade. <laughs> Since it's April 20th. And anyway, I diverge. I've noticed that the last few times that we've introduced a new woman to the Sibian, that most of the time you've given them the Mrs. Tango experience, which means that you kneel in front of them when they're on the Sibian and you give them lots of attention while they're on there. And when they're done, there hadn't been a reciprocation. It's just been, and you seem fine with that. You seem to have enjoyed it and not felt like, well, heck, I've been deprived here. But I haven't. Um, If we're watching 
porn, for instance, and there's a couple of men and a couple of women, and it's man, 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 woman, man, woman. Yeah, that's okay. The sex is fine. But I'm going to, my interest is going to be more if it's two women playing together. Interesting. I know. So on the buy scale, are you 50-50? Are you 70 women? I, I think I, 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 I think I, I tip. I think I kind of have a feeling that if something happened to me, you might end up with another woman instead of another guy. <laughs> you never know. However, we are going to talk about the guy part here pretty quick. So, so it sounds like you just enjoy the giving part. I, I mean, do. You certainly enjoy receiving. I do. I've I, seen your yeah. eyes roll back in your head when somebody knows what they're doing. But, <laughs> but to have, answer her question specifically, if you had, if I had, if you could only do one of the two. I, I would definitely go the giving part. Okay. Talking about the guy thing, we got into the lifestyle as a way for you to actually try to make your girl-girl fantasies a reality. And when you're in the villain world, that doesn't seem real doable. When you hear about two women connecting, it sounds like something in the old penthouse forum magazines, which has given away our age, I think. Does that even still exist? I don't have a clue. Once the internet came, I don't know why anybody would buy a magazine. I had this conversation with someone at work the other day. At work? Yes, I really did. I know where you work, and I know the little conservative place we live. We're going to talk about this once we hit the stop button, (laughs) because I want to know who you had that discussion with. Anyway, back to the question. Uh, we got into the lifestyle as a way for you to explore that. And we never really, when we started, expected it to be more than just a, a one or two off thing because we didn't know anything about the lifestyle. And we, it, w- it, was, it was going to be fantasy fuel for the rest of our lives. Right. And it was going to be your fantasy fulfillment. Absolutely. At what point did it occur to you that, playing with another couple, which means you playing with another guy and not just another woman, could be a reality. We had made reservations to go to a big lifestyle event, and we thought that we might should go investigate it a little bit more fully before we we went and were in the midst of 1,500 swingers. So we went to a we went to a lifestyle club um, a few hours away from us, and we met a couple, and they were we hit it off, and we we ended up playing with them. We went to a it was a group room, wasn't it? It was, but before we went, the the. The thought of playing with another guy before we actually made it happen. Oh, it was terrifying. Yeah, because I had, um, I had had sex with one person, one man, and I didn't know how other men worked. <laughs> now you had a very, very strong desire toward another woman that by side. Yeah, and I know that you also that, like men obviously, because we have a really, really good time and always did. 
But in terms, was the fantasy and desire of playing with another man as great before you did it as playing with another girl? It wasn't even on the same page. I mean, is it because you you could experience playing with another man? Oh, yeah. If I wanted a man, all I had to do was crawl into bed. Right, and there'd be one there reading a book. <laughs> yeah. You just look around for somebody reading a book, and boom. There he is. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> and you are. But the idea of playing with another woman, that, was, that wasn't something part of my reality. But then... We went to the club, and the plan was, if possible, that you were going to play with another guy. Now, we were soft swap back then, and soft swap was something that, I mean, we were experimenting with it, right? Mm -hmm. So talk about that first experience with another man. So you never played another man your whole life until then. Well, we, we went into this. I know he was severely disappointing compared to what. I normally have. You, my mom, she is so spoiled. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. We went into a group room in the the club we were in, and like most encounters I have with we we have with another couple, it starts with girl girl play. Let me pause. You kind of casually talked about we go into a group room. Yeah. The only experience we've ever had was playing with one other woman. With her husband watching. With both the husbands watching in a very safe, controlled space. It was in their house. So that's the only thing we've ever done. And suddenly we go into a room filled with people having sex. Now, I mean, did that seem incredibly weird or what? It was and it wasn't. It wasn't. It was because it was the first time we'd ever done this. But it wasn't because everybody else was doing the same thing. <laughs> it's kind of like when your mother says, if everybody was jumping off of a bridge, would you jump off of a bridge? Well, hell yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that. I do remember us talking about that afterward. And it was remarkable how we'd never been around anybody having sex before. It's like having live porn right next to you. To this day, I'm not really sure why the very first time that we were in a room full of people having sex, it just kind of seemed normal. I mean, we weren't standing there going, oh my gosh, look at that. It just, I I still don't completely understand that. But anyway, so we went into a group room with the other couple. And we started with girl-girl play. And... After a little while of that, we we tapped in the guys, and you never saw pants and shirts fly so fast. <laughs> and they came in and played with us and started playing, and I'm not exactly sure how it all happened, but before you know it, I had two men's cocks in my hands and was sucking on both of them, and the other woman and I were... We're giving him another a double blow job, and it was surprisingly not weird. <laughs> and so it was it was soft swap, but we did it a lot, and you did a lot. Were you surprised? Did you enjoy it more than you expected? Was it, eh, okay, I've done it. 
What was your thoughts? I did enjoy it. It was it was a really big rush because this was something I had never done before, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it, but lo and behold, I did a lot. And suddenly you discover that lifestyle is not just a way to play with another woman. It opened up a huge... It's like in The Wizard of Oz when the house settles and Dorothy walks out of the door and she leaves the black and white little house and she walks into Technicolor Oz. It's a whole new world that you did not know existed. So so you it wasn't weird, I mean, once you did it, and you really liked it. I think it's like um, a lot of things that we have done since then. We build things, we as in you and me and the general populate, population, we build things up in our mind to be worse than they're going to be. And once you actually do it, we build it up in our brains to be bigger than it actually is. Has there been anything, I'm kind of jumping in this into the notes, when you talk about the anticipation, because we talked about in the past that we drove around that club. Several times. Several times. When we left the restaurant to go meet the couple that we had the first girl-girl play with, our stomachs were kind of in knots. But once we did them, you're right, None of them seemed weird or even difficult, right? Is there anything that we have done that that you found to be very difficult in the actual doing as opposed to the anticipating? The anticipation is way far way far worse. Worser? Worser? <laughs> Worser. Way far worse than the, the actual. actual doing. And the actual doing with regard to the lifestyle has always been very pleasant, very fun. So speaking of that, we were soft swap for about a year, I think, right? Mm -hmm. and, and then I don't remember. Do you remember? Because once we went soft swap, I mean, we, we were all girl, girl, and we said, hey, we could never play with another couple. And then we changed our minds. I mean, did you immediately, once we had played full swamp, because we played with uh, several couples before we went full swamp, and it was about a year. Did you ever, when we were playing soft swamp, have the thought, it'd be really fun to go to the next step? I don't think so. But when we were talking with this couple... And between point A and point B, when we went back to our room. You know, the couple that we did the full swap with. Yeah. We knew that this was probably going to happen. And they were they were so gracious. They were so, so kind and so gentle is the, is the word that comes. I don't recall him being gentle with you. <laughs> Do you did you think of that being gentle? <laughs> Yeah, I mean they they were a really good couple for for the first full swap in that well you you tell me how did that night go <laughs> We have this awkward habit of not having knowing how to get from walking in the 
the room to getting to the actual play. And that went on way too long. And now we have a a little bit of play on our, under our belts. We know how to make that last a little bit less time. When we finally got to the play part, um, it began as, like I've said before, girl, girl, play. And we we were having a good time, and again, we tapped in the guys. You were with her, I was with him, and we were licking and sucking and doing everything but fucking. And then she said, should we pull out the raincoats? As I recall, you very calmly and quietly screamed, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did, I might have. Did you have any hesitation at all? No. We had, we had talked about it, and you and I had decided, because we had met this couple before. We knew them for a while, and we felt very comfortable with them, obviously. But I, I remember her saying that after you, you mentioned it. And I I don't recall us doing anything but looking at each other and going, yeah. So it's your very first full swap. It's the very first time that you're doing that with a guy. That's not you. Talk about what that was like. First of all, it was terrifying because I was a little bit afraid that, you know, I've never done this with anyone but you. And what if I wasn't good enough? What if I wasn't tight enough? But apparently it was okay. (laughs) After the fact, it was... It was really good. They were, I think, if we had had to pick and choose anybody else, and we kind of did, they were the perfect people for us for our first time full swap. I mean, you, you seemed to enjoy it. I did. A lot. I did. Did Did you have any worries looking over and seeing me do that with another woman? Maybe. Or did you even know that I was in the room? <laughs> I mean, seriously, did you did you even see us? Because, again, it, this is something that's brand new for you to have full sex with another man. Were you even aware of what we were doing? On the surface, maybe a little bit of what the heck is she doing with my husband. Really? But it was only surface. Bottom line is you and I are partners You and I are partners forever, as dumb and mushy as that sounds, that this was just part of our sex life. Yeah, there's no insecurity. There really wasn't. Um, And and as I recall, you went through about three or four positions with him. And as I recall, he lasted longer than I did because she and I (laughs) kind of laid back and watched and enjoyed it was fun. Yeah. It was a fun night. So no, so we had our first full swap. Have you ever had any jealousy issues as, as we've been in this lifestyle thing that wasn't really in our notes? Have you ever seen me with another woman? And had, When we were together with them? No. Yeah. I am the same way. I, I think it goes back to you and I being a team and you and I being partners and this is this is our fun time and 
yay for you if you come join us in it. I, and it is interesting because I can remember the bar we went into a lot, the place we lived before here, and we never talked about this. And um, there was a fairly big guy. Did you did you hear me when I covered the mic and I said his name? Nope. Oh yeah. Now you heard it. Yeah. And I can remember one time when when we were with them, and you and him were dancing a lot. He made me uncomfortable. Oh, it made you uncomfortable too. Yeah. Well, we've never ever talked about this, so you guys are getting to hear this too. Now we were not in the lifestyle at all at the time. But I remember y'all dancing a lot and me and I was thinking, I don't know that I particularly like this. And yet within the lifestyle, I'm watching you flirt with guys and I watched you dance similarly than I danced with him. And I watched you go down on a guy on a dance floor and that was so flippant fun. And um, in a room full of people, and that was a lifestyle people, it wasn't like we just went to a local club and she did that. Although you did get kicked out of a biker bar. Almost. You're one of the, almost. Almost. You were one of the only people, again, before we were in the lifestyle. Was that after you had played I don't know. with a girl? Well, yeah. No, well, I don't know. It was the same city. Same city. I don't know when it was. But I will tell you this. Now, I, again, I don't want to do all the talking here, but we... We met this really sexy woman. I think she was a stripper. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, she was. In 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 a big city that she we had used to the live hots in. for you though. I don't recall that. But if we'd have taken her home, we'd had a good time with her, the three of us. Oh, so many missed opportunities. I know. And she was willing to. She was. But we were not in the lifestyle. But but Mrs. Tango is one of the few women I know. That you two were dancing because they had a they had really really good bands at this biker bar, believe it or not, a big open air place. And security had to come up and tell you guys to, to calm it down, to calm it down and sit down, or you're going to get kicked out because your dirty dancing was so dirty <laughs> that it was too much for a biker bar. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. <laughs> That's one of the high points of my life. <laughs> Oh, and to think she she wanted to go home with us, and we were not in the lifestyle. We had a teenager still at home. Oh, did we? We did. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> would have figured it out if it was today. Yep, <laughs> would have found somewhere. Anyway, I'm going off. But it is funny how within the lifestyle we've never really had any jealousy, and yet in a vanilla environment, I was very uncomfortable with that. And we're the same. It wasn't like I was worried this guy was going to win you away or something. Why in the world? And we've never talked about this. Do you think it is that we're very secure within the lifestyle, but in that world, I didn't like it? I think it may be that in the lifestyle, there are rules and boundaries that are universally known. And most people stick to those boundaries. But in a vanilla situation, those boundaries don't exist. So in other words, we, we all kind of have agreements with each other in that lifestyle world. Yeah. 
In fact, we always talk about the rules when we go somewhere. Yeah. It's, we do this, this, and this, and we don't do this and this. And if your rules are different and you want to go beyond what we are mm-hmm. comfortable with, then maybe we aren't a good fit. I think that's good. You're right. In the vanilla world, there's, it's not like he comes up and says, it's not like there's set rules that say, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Tango, you're good with him dancing this way with your wife, and you're not good with this. I mean, there's, you're right. There's no rules. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And everything is very, I guess in the lifestyle, everything's very safe. I have never felt not safe in the lifestyle. Every interaction that I've ever had, I have always felt control, controlled, protected, mm-hmm. kind of maybe because of who we, we hang out with in the lifestyle. And there's no apprehension of what might happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do. We, we talk about rules, and we've talked about this, the way that we play. Typically, Mrs. Tango talks about the rules with the other woman mm-hmm. and then the women come back to the guys and say this is how they play this is what we're going to do as we're heading to the room so everything's very defined ahead of time this is on the table this is not on the table in a vanilla world you don't have that and i i guess in a vanilla world everything is so wide open let me ask this now that we have uh, done full swap and you've discovered that yeah, in addition to woman, you really enjoy playing with men, too. Mm-hmm. And you really look forward to that. It's I, fun. I think you would miss that if we didn't do it. Although you're not, you'd still enjoy if it was just a unicorn or just another woman. Yeah, there are but, people but, that I would enjoy just, yep. hey, let's meet up in so-and-so city. So now that we've done full swap and you, you, you really enjoy it, I really enjoy it. I know the answer to this, but... Some people may wonder, is full swap a requirement for us? Because it is for some couples that we know. They don't want to play with another couple unless it's full swap. No. Heck, we we like sex. <laughs> <laughs> and a cock and a pussy doesn't necessarily mean sex. We, well, well yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> we enjoy the different... The different connections you can get when you're, when you're being fluid and moving from one person to the next. And when you're full swap, I think that the, what's the word I want? The number of connections that you can make are different. They're less. Well, they're not, they don't have to be less because the same number of people. It seems like with soft swap, there tends to be more flow of play. Two women giving the guy a double blowjob, one guy going down on the woman, the other two on her nipples. You got a circle going on. Yeah. And we would enjoy that in full swap too, but it seems like a lot of the full swap seems to be we separate into two couples. We actually swap. Mm hmm. And, and I mean, for us, I think the ideal would be full swap where we're, we're doing a lot of stuff with each other and it's not just you and him, me and her, but we do the kind of connections that we do three on one, et cetera, 
that we do in soft swap. I, do you, I mean, I, do you think soft swap kind of leads to that because there's not the actual penetration play? I think that soft swap gets a a bad rap for a lot, for lack of a better term because it's not the real thing. For us, soft swap and full swap, they work together so that you have all of the sensations, all of the interactions, all of the the fun that you can have with another couple. My guess is, though, and we've not run into this, if the other woman didn't buy, you wouldn't be interested. Because you just separate, there's just too much not there if you're not doing full swap. Is that true, not true? Initially, it was that the other woman had to be by. I know that's that. not true for full swap for us, although it's been relatively rare. But would you be interested in soft swap if the other woman wasn't by? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that would just take away too much. Yeah. Let me let me change directions here and and go from not necessarily the style of play, but your thoughts on we hear some we, we know some couples that they're just wanting to put notch in their bedpost. They don't really want to get to know a couple. Hi, how you doing? Head to the bedroom. And we know other couples that that talk about they really want to get to know a couple really well before there's any play. Where are you on that spectrum? There's something to be said about both things. Uh, and we've done both things. Both. We have our f- first in-town uh, <laughs> play friends, and it took us a year of life to get to play with them. Now, I want them because we felt like we needed a year to get to know each other. It was just a lot of stuff. They have family. We have family. They had health issues. We had health things. Um, holidays happened. And it was a year before we, we actually met them. But in that year, we got to know each other. And we we exchanged texts. And, and we got to know them really well. And today, we are really good friends with them. And we have really fun fun, sexy times with them. On the other hand, we have some friends that we have met one time and we had a really good time with them. We exchanged names and rules uh, in a playroom and an event and holy moly. And we first met them in the playroom. In the playroom. In a group room. In a group group room. And um, we're looking to meet up with you again in a few months. And we had a great time with this couple. Uh, we didn't we didn't know them. We didn't we didn't know anything about them except for they were in a playroom adjacent to us. That was pretty amazing sex. It was awesome. And it did have a lot of the flow we talked about. There was a time when he was fucking you from behind, you were going down on her while she was sucking my cock. Yeah. And and it just flowed that way. They can't see you raising your hand there. Full admission here. Yeah. I use that in fantasy at yeah. times. So you're saying there's good in both. Yeah. there It isn't a 
it isn't an either or thing. I uh, think. Do you see any downside in playing with a couple that you don't really know very well? You can you can encounter a couple like we have in the past that after we played with them, we found out that they were crazy racist. And had we known that ahead of time, there would have been no play. I want those the that couple of hours back. We did find out the next day they were very, very racist and very blatantly racist. And that's just not cool. And then, I mean, we had some drinks with them, and then we played. And we didn't pick it up then. So, yeah, there is a risk if, if you don't really know the couple. I mean, for all we know, the couple we had the great time you were talking with could have been that way. So uh, there is a risk. But there was also something, like you say, that was kind of hot about a couple in a in a darkly lit room that you've never met that are pretty attractive and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. We had a really good time. What's the most surprising aspect of the lifestyle for you? As in, when we got into the lifestyle, this is something you never expected. I didn't know that there were friendships to be had, that there was family to be met. Um, we've you, talked when about... When you say family, like we're meeting their mother-in-laws or... No. <laughs> we have we have some good friends in the lifestyle that I think that we would count as, as, as brothers and sisters, and we share life with them. I didn't know that that was a thing. I thought it was all sex. We have made friends around the country and across the globe. I mean, you were talking about the two other women that you talk almost daily with, right? Mm-hmm. I don't talk to my vanilla friends, many of them, like that. I think that when we got into this, and I think that's probably what a lot of people think about getting into it, is exactly what you said, that this lifestyle is about, okay, let's find a couple that we can have sex with. As opposed to a, it's almost a community of people and, and the kind of friends that we have that I know, well, I, and they're open, I know that I could call Jay tomorrow of Average Swingers and say, Jay, dude, I got a problem. I need you here. And if there was any way possible, he would get here and the other way around. Mm-hmm. Some of the best friends that we've made are people we've never played with and may never play with. It's not just the sex. It really isn't. It's about the connections that you make. I mean, this could be about a community of people collecting stamps, except this is more fun, what we have in common. (laughs) There's still licking involved. (laughs) (laughs) You swallowed your drink funny. (coughs) That was funny, and you made me... Swallow my drink down the wrong side. <laughs> didn't expect that. That was really good. We didn't practice that. Let's finish up. We've talked a lot about the past. Let's talk about the future real briefly. Just, I'm going to name some things you haven't done. Because mm-hmm. we talked about everything that we haven't done is a big deal before we do it. And then when we do it, it's not a big deal. Okay, then. Let's see what you got. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention some things. And you give me your response on 
whether it appeals to you and how much of a stretch you think it would be. Okay. Um, BDSM. Now, that's pretty wide range of stuff. It is. And we've been into the, at the, at the events we go to, we've been into the rooms that, the dungeon rooms that they, that the practitioners are yeah. in. I've always liked a little bit of pain, but as I've read and I've listened, it's not really about the pain. It's about the different sensations. So, and you've always liked to be tied. Yeah, that's been that that has been fun. We haven't done that in forever. We haven't. But that appeals to you yeah. if it's done right. Yeah. And I assume by somebody you trust. Trust is is an absolute. Well, particularly in that. Oh, yeah. So that's um, something that's on the list. It's on the list. Adding a single guy to our play. That's a little scarier. So why would that be scarier than adding that guy if he brought his wife, too? It's still playing with the guy. She's making funny faces. <laughs> I don't know why it's different. I think I just stumped you. I don't know why it's different. It just is. Um, and I can't articulate that. I mean, you like playing with other guys. We've talked a lot about that I, tonight. It probably is just that we have not done this before. Mm-hmm. And like everything else, once we've done this, mm-hmm. it's like no big deal. Right. It's just another thing. So that's on the list. That's on the list. With another woman. There's only a couple of things that I that I can think of that you haven't done. Uh, the strap-on. She, she's moving <laughs> her mouth and nothing's really coming out here. I've got a couple of things that go through my mind. One is, why stra- a strap-on when you've got a perfectly good blood-pumping cock over here? Watching. Watching. But on the other hand... It's kind of intriguing. Well, I, I want to see. I want to. I. I would like to know what the, what all the hype is about. If it equals. Well, you have somebody that's already volunteered. Oh yeah, yeah. I th- that, that you get along really well with. Oh yeah. Well, and, let me let me let me ask this though. You can't fuck a woman, but if you had a strap on, you could do that to a woman. Mm-hmm. You yourself. Is there any appeal in that? Because you talk about giving another woman pleasure, this would be a lot more work, I think. I'm going to have to work out differently. <laughs> <laughs> you got to quit. Okay, you keep making me swallow my drink the wrong way. <laughs> and then kind of related to that. So, And, and you have a, 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 a good friend of a couple that we're, we have plans to play with. A couple of them. And um, and she has one. I, do we call them Bogey and Bacall? Is that what we call them? Maybe. And, and you, then we if, have... If you're there, you know who we're talking about. And then we have the Miami couple. And we also have the Miami couple that... Well, we haven't seen them in forever. We, mi- we miss you guys. But... So we, we have somebody who is who has one and wants to try it with you. And along the same thing as a double dildo. What are your thoughts on that? That also is intriguing. As long um, as it's not long enough, you're in two separate rooms. 
Yeah. We we have to be close enough where we can touch each other's fingers. Yeah. Never done that. Again, it is intriguing, and I'm curious. And I think with a woman that you know well and, and have played with before, like we're talking about. This couple. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? You get a good laugh. Yeah, we all just kind of crack up. But if it's hot. Then it's really hot. And then the last one that I have on the to-do list, and I'm sure there's more things that could be on the to-do list, if there's anything you've thought of that I'm not talking about. Being the center of attention of several men at the same time. Just the men? Well, you're there too. Well, no, no other, no yeah, other just, women. Just you and all the women, all the women, all the men are just paying attention to you. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. It's funny. Single man is scary, but put four or five men in the room. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> do you realize that's what you said? I do. <laughs> Yeah, one other man, I don't know, you and my husband together with me, I don't know, that's kind of scary, but put, you know, put 12 men in the room and... 12? <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, no, not 12, eight, maybe. Well, let's see, one, two, I'm trying to figure out how they could all get in there at the same time, but anyway. Oh my gosh. Anything that I didn't mention on a to-do list that you haven't done? Right now, I can't think of any. I'm just still thinking of 12 <laughs> men and me. talked about on a to-do list that we haven't talked about that that you're thinking I haven't done that and I want to try that my to-do list is the one thing short I saw some people talking on Twitter and we've not done this and there's reasons for that and different people talking about it we've not done separate room that's kind of not what we're about and and we get it when people talk about why, mm-hmm. um, and that's, that's distracting, it's not a judgment thing on anybody who does it. My guess is at some point as we do this, like everything else, we'll probably try it once and see what it's like, but that's not high on the list right now. Correct. You're right. Okay. I think looking at the clock on our fancy little board that we have here. It's probably time for us to wrap this up. Our upcoming plans, uh, we have a club that's south of here that we plan to go to. Maybe we'll take Nick and Nora with us. I would like to do that. And I've also, Nick and Nora, Nick and I have been talking about, we want to go to Vegas together, the four of us. Woohoo! We know people in <laughs> Vegas. That would be hey, a lot Vegas of fun. Hey, Vegas people. That would be a lot of fun. And LG Fun, if, if you hear this... We would love to introduce you to Nick and Nora. They would think you two are great. And you'll like them, too. So we, have, we want to do that. We want to go down to the club. We have uh, a variety of, of we couples have some, that we want to try to meet up with. We have some friends north of us. There are some friends north. You're right. I repeated you right there. <laughs> I did it. I could not get all the way through without repeating you. I just couldn't do it. 
I was going to explode like a. We do have a couple of friends up north that we've met online in a little group that we just want to go have dinner with and get to know them. And they will. They will be in New <clears throat> Orleans at Naughty in New Orleans at the right. same time we were, and so we were. And they're close enough. We just want to go meet each other beforehand. Yeah, it's always good to have a friendly face. And she has also commented that they do the BDSM thing and would be happy to give you a little I'll introduction. I'll bet they did. <laughs> they did. They did. We'll just have to check that out. And um, and then our friends over Chicago Way. I, I promise I'm not going to break my foot this year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will get to visit with y'all soon. With that, and we and we do. Um, I don't remember the dates in July. I should have that. But we will be going to Naughty New Orleans again this year. And that's coming up pretty quick. It's the third weekend, I think, in uh, July. Like so if you are going, please shoot us an email. We, we will not be buying the first round of drinks this time. That, that was, was half of our budget. That was. We bought a lot of drinks. But we will give you a little uh, airline-sized bottle of Tito's. An airplane bottle. We will be carrying some two or more to tango swag shirts and bottles and all kind of crap like that. You never that. know what we might bring. You never know. I repeated you again right there. <laughs> now I'm aware of it. It's going to drive me crazy. So with that, please email us if you're going to be in Naughty New Orleans or if you just want to chat, and we've had a number of good emails from a number of you, email us at tango at com. You can connect with us on Twitter. We are at Two or more to tango with the number two. Our website, which is really just where we kind of put our podcast at www.twoormortotango.com. I think we're done for the night. Anything more from you? I'm I'm just good. <laughs> copacetic. Copacetic. That's isn't such that an a, old word. Isn't that a club? Copacetic. At the Copa. Copacetic. Copa. That's not... Do, 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 do. We're doing naked. We're so old. <laughs> That's not old. The song that we were parodying, yeah, it is. No, we're so bad, nobody will know what we're parodying anyway. So with that, I am Mr. Tango. I'm Mrs. Tango. Good night. Bye. of friends that um, that have only they only play with their own sex no that's wrong <laughs> <laughs>